0: Diversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life? Never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perelli. And this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snoops Podcast, episode 137. As always, I'm in the booth with the big three, Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, Regina. On record day, it is 60, what is it going to be today, boys? 60 degrees. 60 degrees. You know what I think now? I'm just curious, by the time this comes out next week, it might be like 6 degrees. You know? Possibly, and, and that's how it is in New York right now. I'm
1: such a handy person these days. Every time, <laughs> every
0: time I see the weather and it says 60, I'm like,
1: "Good day to dig a hole." I'm Good outside. To dig a hole. See, how many feet down can we get? Yeah, my
0: outside is a, a much different meaning than your outside these days. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Michael Sip and pre. Yeah, I see you, Michael. Uh, instead of uh, coffee, is going straight uh, C4. Right? Sipping pre C4. How'd you know? I don't know the Let's, color, the yeah. hue of the blue. Yeah, Callie, uh, she loads mine up every day. Does she? Yeah. Did you see the video of uh so she was going on she was calling it occasion but she was trying to say vacation incredible uh, but she had a bottle of Tito's and she was playing around with <laughs> I didn't it see that. oh man and she had my uh, my duffel and I'm like, Callie, what are you drinking? And I didn't want to bring light to it that it was like alcohol and she shouldn't be touching it. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, my protein, yeah. my protein. Right. So I was like, all right, if she associates it with a protein, I'm not that bad. Don't call
1: CPS on me. You know what I mean? I, I could see like mixing a little. You ever do that in college? You mix like protein with like alcohol? Yes. Yeah, well, percent so
0: Or pre? Michael and I, true, <laughs> it's a very true story. We didn't really have too many options, I guess, when we, uh, was we that were in the Stanford. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, we're trying to, Cut a little bit, trying to trying to maintain so composure with the body and looking good. Yeah, prior to ten percent challenges, um, but there was you know a little little vodka in the in the apartment, and um, you know we were struggling. We're like, yeah, we don't really want to. Want to um, drink straight vodka. Yep. So I think it was you. He said, well- No, no, I do. I remember clearly what happened. Really? you want to give it to you? Yeah, go ahead. So we,
1: we had a little bit of mixer, right? Okay. And it wasn't much. It was like maybe some soda water. We killed that
0: like on the first- Yeah. So
1: it, one of my good friends, Anthony, calls them beefies, where you make like a really strong vodka drink, but you just use maybe a little squeeze of a lime or a lemon, yep, gotcha. and then you do the soda. Right. So we ran out of that pretty quick. So I remember being in the pool, having a little buzz- and I look up, and we see Matt in like the Juliet balcony. Yes, you remember that? Yes, yes, yes. And we said, Matt, what do you got for chasers? <laughs> and all, you just see him going to the room, comes back out like a minute later, and just starts throwing packets of Splenda, <laughs> Splenda. off the balcony. And we're catching them, and we're like, I guess. And we just were dumping Splenda into Vodka. Vodka Splendies. And that night, we ended up at Fortina. <laughs> yes. A lot of b- in between that. But we ended up at Fortina, and we could barely keep our eyes open. Yes. Do you remember that? Yep. And uh, Mm. Dave had this prank where he used to put something on his phone and try to get the waiter and waitresses to look at his phone um, and asking for bottles of wine and kind of a, um, (laughs) I I don't want to elaborate, but use your imagination. He was doing something funny on his phone
0: and kind of bringing attention to it. But now I have to tell him what What it it is. is. I feel bad. If you want. Yeah, I feel bad. We're going to get canceled. Just leaving them there. And C.V. wants to know, too, obviously. C.V. does it. So there's a picture. ...of a gentleman who basically was holding a bottle of wine near his... uh Nether regions. His, yeah, yeah. Near his uh paraphernalia down there. And it was very obvious to most people the thing that stands out, though, is the bottle of wine. And if you look to the left... Kind of looks like an arm, but it's not an arm. So I was asking the bartenders and the waitresses, hey, do you have this bottle of wine? And they're zooming in onto the bottle
1: Bottle, of wine. I I think they actually got us a bottle of wine. And
0: we're all cracking up. Um, and I think one guy ended up seeing it and realizing what it was. But I, yeah. I love you,
1: but every time we go to a restaurant, I'm terrified at what <laughs> you're gonna do because it's that's your like playground.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just you love it. I, I do have fun. You know, oh, speaking of love, you know, one thing I don't lo- well love Valentine's Day. That was fun with the girls. You know, uh, uh, it was Cali, amazing. Sure amazing for, for you. It's Livy's an yeah. animal. <laughs> I love her animal tap dancing
1: this morning. That was a great video. Like, an, like, I like, like, like she was doing a halftime show. Yeah, it was- yeah that was. She and had tap shoes on. So, with pajamas. She, how do we put this? She just gets like caught I mean it's like me, but she gets stuck on these ideas. Oh, I don't want to wear these shoes, they're too big. Perfect fit perfectly. Goes in her room, finds the tap shoes, yep. which we kind of hid because the last time we went to the mall she was wearing them, it was a production. Everyone <laughs> would stop, "Oh, she's so cute. Do yeah. a tap." We couldn't go anywhere. It was like a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this morning she wanted to wear tap shoes, so like Papa Joe, my my uh, father-in-law is in the bathroom cuz when he picks him up, runs to the bathroom quick. It's like our routine and we get them ready mm-hmm. and she's
0: just going to town and he sa- he's like is it all right out there? Like, <laughs> it sounded like the house was falling <laughs> down. So cute, so cute. So they loved um, it. one thing though that I did not love. Oh, uh, you know what has to be top 5 worst things ever? Uh candy corn. Uh yeah, candy corn's pretty bad, but I hate no candy corn. moving. So I moved out, I moved my Always. mom out. Oh, oh yes, uh, you called me and I yeah, ghosted you. I, exact, I was in a meeting. I was not in a for nothing. I, I was, was in a say, meeting. We have we have spoken on this podcast. When did like, I call you back? Th- two hours later, probably after the meeting. But listen, I'm a handy, I'm a handy man these days. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> not me, but you know. So I had Matt Reg there. I brought two guys from work because I said, Ma, listen, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I can manage this move. I'll help out here and there, but I'm gonna get two guys. That are dedicated to this move. Mm -hmm. Nice, young, strong, buff guys, able to carry all the furniture. Yep. Right. So we had that, had the U-Haul. We're going to take apart the bed, and everyone's like, yo, like this toolbox right here doesn't have Allen keys. I'm like, oh boy. Like, what are we gonna do? My brother's like, Well, I can shoot back to Stanford. I'm like, I could go to Home Depot, but I wouldn't know where to look at Home Depot or what I'm looking for. um yeah. home Depot i would, right I would go the there court. like hi can- <laughs>
1: literally literally the home people's around the
0: corner Yeah, but i'd be like hey is alan here is <laughs> he alan is- here hello he is a wrench <laughs> yeah. um so they didn't really trust me but i'm like oh well you know my new handy best friend is michael the show pirelli so let me call him i'm in greenwich connecticut michael is greenwich connecticut perfect combination and i say yeah i'll probably have this thing in 15 minutes call michael Ghost. No answer. <laughs> I saw it
1: on my watch. I said, I wonder what he wants. And then
0: I didn't answer it. <laughs> oh, man. And he has said on this podcast, when I call, he's going to pick up the phone. So I knew. I'm like, well, Mike is going to pick up in one ring. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was in old Grindr's chose around the corner.
0: Oh, I think man.
1: I usually have... Maybe I don't have it right now. I usually have a little toolbox. It was a hack. Someone told me, have a little toolbox in your car. Yeah. So I could have right. came to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, be a man. So, Karen Allen ran. So what happened Not was there
0: was these three gentlemen that were outside looking at a property across the street. I said, Hey, do any of you guys have Allen keys? They're like, Yeah, we're about to leave. Um I'm like, well can I have your Allen keys? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, we're leaving. I'm like, yeah, but I need to take apart this bed. So like I need them. I need the Allen keys. So he's like, uh all right, like here you go. So he gives me the Allen keys. He just bullied him. Yeah. And then like 30 minutes later, they're all still sitting outside waiting for you. Waiting. And I'm like, oh, we'll be we'll be a couple minutes. We'll be a couple minutes. And then Matt came back down and gave him his Allen keys. I, I had this vision of this guy
1: giving you an Allen key and then going on to his next job and be like, fuck, we don't have any Allen <laughs> keys. And then the just problems passed But on.
0: just just annoying. Moving is just atrocious, right? Yeah. There's nothing I, good about it. Like, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, it's exciting, I guess. But then when you get to the new spot, you just have a load of crap in the living room all over the place. But in a beautiful spot, happy it's over. This is very aging
1: of me, but I really like the moving process because then you get to purge stuff. You get to look through everything, throw it out. I
0: got OCD. I got a problem with that. Yeah, you don't like- to, Yeah, I don't like throwing stuff out. I got to get That's better. an OCD thing? Yeah, like I, I have a hard time a hard time letting go of what what I know is in my house.
2: Gotcha. Sounds like you know a horror thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, yeah, I don't think yeah, it's yeah, OCD. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I don't a bit know. Of a I, for sure. I'm- Yeah, I don't really- I'll throw stuff out. Yeah? To my detriment, I do it. I'll throw things out and be like, ah, I really wish mm-hmm. I had that. You know?
0: Yeah. How's uh so how's this fit life going? CV, we have not heard from you all year. For real. Let's thank get on the mic. Thank you. Thank Let's you. Let's get Jake. on the mic. The big accountability. He's saying no, 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 buddy. <laughs> yeah, right? He's been saying no every episode. But we haven't heard from it you. It looks good. good. I mean, I don't but know. People, about you. No, I don't want to gas him off. It's bad.
2: It is bad, huh? It is bad. Really? Like, like my Jackson Like I don't know. You gained 10. I, no, it's bad. I don't know how bad, but I know it's bad. Maybe oh, it's not so. So now, you avoid- now you're avoiding now. You're in the avoiding stage, right? Oh, that's the worst. All right. So you have But but the workouts have not stopped. Mm-hmm. So that's been consistent. It's a win. That's a little I win. I guess, but then what about the diet? The eating Oof. has been mean the about lifestyle? a f- 60 40. But the 40? 60, 60 40. 60 good? <laughs> I, love, I love how me and not Steve good. put percentages on things. <laughs> Just pull them out of 40%, our 40%, 40%? Not good. 60 40. And I think the bad thing is that the 40 that's not been good has been really not good. Oh, mm. man. Here it goes. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to lie confession right. I, yes. yeah I, I
0: think i think the people knew though yeah they, they weren't hearing from the voice i know yeah, it you was, know it was, yeah. it was pretty obvious part of I, me thinks he's, he's resetting it. for like, he's like a rubber band he's pulling <laughs> back in right for another big launch <laughs> i think i unplugged my mic like for four straight episodes <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> this <laughs> thing doesn't i work. had a really it's good broken, hack i'm not gonna lie i i hammered a huge t-bone right before i went you, out you on ate super a steak bowl. no way <laughs> right before i went out on super bowl but i still hammered like 26 wings yeah, it was it was a big Is was, there anything better than Big Shaw? Cameron oh, Wings, drinking beer. So good but th- is like so those, are the, but those are the times. I'm right? a boneless guy, This is yeah. this is how no, I think about
2: it. That's terrible. You're
0: not supposed to be like I love the Where'd discipline, the discipline lifestyle. Hold on, I will get there. <laughs> the discipline, consistent lifestyle. That's what I gotta start doing to you now because Dave, I'll I have beat my, your ass. <laughs> because <laughs> I have my I have my thought right here and I lost it, <laughs> goddammit. Seventeen No no. So the discipline, consistent lifestyle, right? But on a day like Super Bowl, you're supposed to enjoy great food with great people. You're not supposed to sit there like eating my ground turkey and, you know, my little vegetables. No. You do that during the week leading up to Super Bowl and then you're supposed to enjoy yourself. Right? Yes. But like I I people are funny, man. I posted a picture of the of a donut like in the morning and they're like, "Oh, you're eating a donut?" I'm like, "Yeah. I yeah. eat Donuts all the time. Yeah. No, not all the time, but you know, maybe once every two weeks. Like yeah. I don't eat them much. No, anymore. that's what I'm saying. But I mean I could hammer a nice little little donut. Yeah. I was in Stammy, so yeah. you know, there was uh uh what is it uh brother jimmy's no no uh, uh the coffee the light D- donut the light yes haven't been there Hear great things oh it's good Never it's pretty been. good oh really so when i, I was in, when i thing. was in high school when when mike and i were in high school there was only i think one or two of them now there's it expanded all the way into like norwalk and stuff oh it's big time pretty good but pretty they're not a chain good. right it's like I a smaller think, uh, franchise yeah little franny
1: i have like this weird thing with franchises that just turns me off
0: really yeah we're going to franchise these podcasts one day, yeah. so i just-
2: I'm already, we're already turned off. We'll love it. it. I'm already turned off. already turned off by
1: it. But yeah, no, I, I think I've enjoyed most in my new lifestyle nutrition is when you work really hard, you eat perfect, and then you don't feel guilty when you dive into that big Correct. meal Because you're like, I nailed it this week. Yeah. I'm not throwing away the progress. I'm just, you know, rewarding
2: myself yes, a little
1: bit.
0: I
2: agree. You know what's been my downfall, I think? What? Stringing along a couple of bad- Back to back, kind of days. Got a rule, man. Come you got to eat yourself you sick. The the there was a rule. Eat but yourself then it's like, sick. Oh, That's what I think. You have the rule, man. My I, rule. My rule is the like the problem is I bounce back from eating yourself sick. I'll eat myself sick, C-C- and then I I'll be like eat myself the sick. next day. All right, ready to go again. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's hard. I'm on a show with you know fat boys at home you guys, whoa. You,
0: guys are, you guys remind me of uh there's well, a movie I think it's reference the other way. if you guys if you guys were movie characters you would be the young boy in Matilda who has who gets brucey brucey who gets forced yeah. to eat the chocolate cake until he throws up oh, no um, one's happy got to say out. that I, is that a movie right, there you go you see what i'm saying listen i am getting good at this movie reference game i never i i it's funny you
1: reference brucey because uh cousin aunt calls you Brucey? No, he calls me Mrs. Trunchable.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, not Trunchable. Because I, I had the hood
1: tucked in belt thing.
0: <laughs> that is, if you look at That Mr. is trunchable. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yo, uh, the way she used to launch those kids on the fence, though, was She great. was underrated. <laughs> yeah, she,
1: she was elite. I, if I could be anywhere near Miss Trunchable's maxes, <laughs> I'd be pumped. Why are you saying it like that? Now you're Ms. saying trunchable? like, Trunchable, it's Trunchable. No, Mrs. Trunchable.
0: No. It's Bro. Tr-
1: it, trunchable. Can we look it up? Something yes, look it up.
0: absolutely. Um. Mr. Trunchable is a beast. Hey, stop hey, saying it. it. You and Alex Hormosi,
2: both of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, Brucey. I don't think we're we're fat guys at heart. I think I'm a skinny, lean, buff guy at heart, and <laughs> I'm, I'm just on the
0: outside. Okay, guys, all right, right, all right. Yeah, no, no. I think I think on the outside you're not the fat guy, but inside, internally, you're a fat boy. Well, mental, yeah, hundred oh, percent. You're a mental fat Mentally- man. Yeah. By the <laughs> way,
2: it's trunchable. It, <laughs> it, is. See, I'm it right.
0: Is. Wait, what? No, you said trunchable. Yeah, no- it's uh, not like a lunchable.
2: It's not a lunchable. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's
1: trunchable. Oh, trunchable. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's even better name, too. Trunchable.
0: Yes. Dude, I'm, gonna start, my- I'm gonna
1: start tagging myself Mrs. Trunchable. Be like, <laughs> trunchable
2: again.
1: <what? laughs> um, so- really effective podcast today, guys. This but is great. the the uh, the. Uh, February, it's getting warmer out, getting the edge back. I'm feeling things turning like mm-hmm. strength wise. Yep, you know I'm, I'm dialing up, dialing up. You know what the biggest hindrance has been. I what? thought about. It. Remember last time we did the run, I didn't do it, and then you're like, "What happened? Like, why did you get so off track before mm-hmm. the second wave yes, where yep. I nailed it, where yep. I won the,
2: won the bet, ten oh, percent, <laughs> took uh, lot of money, abs,
1: all the good stuff, black <laughs> coffee at dinner. <laughs> um, I figured it out. If I don't nail my morning and like at least get a workout in, if I can't weigh myself when I wake up, which is a downfall for sure, but those are the things that keep me on track because there's data. You weigh me. yourself every day? Yeah. When hmm? I, I
2: used to weigh myself every Friday and this, no, this year, every for me. but now you're on the avoidance thing. See, I, I am see it's time.
1: the opposite. It's like I want so much data that I second guess. Like, Do you really need that? Can data? I
2: finish on a good note, though? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Because I need
2: to feel good. I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling pretty bad. Well, don't say it to Dave. Say it to me. (laughs) I'll make you feel good. No, this is good though. Ignore him. So today, um, I didn't want to work out. I woke up a little groggy. You know, yesterday was Valentine's. so we ate a little bit later than normal. Hmm. I didn't eat just a little bit. I ate like a lot of it. How bit. many chocolate did you have? No, no chocolate. Hey, None? CV, no, me no. too. I told you, I'm, I'm a, I'm too, a big uh, carb loader. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was pasta. I ate the oh, whole thing. Uh, CV, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ching. but you look like you. You don't look like me. Chicken cutlets. Too. But wait, hold on. Oh. So I wake up this morning, not really feeling all that great because when you eat all that shit, you know, your body yeah. feels not good. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to work out. I don't want to be late for this. I want to make sure that I'm at least focused. Catherine, my wife, my beautiful wife, was nice. like, "Don't do it. Get on the machine. <laughs> do a short one. Do a 15 know. minute mile. Beautiful, right? Hell 15 yeah. minutes is kind of that's, like my my good. my goal, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, it gets better. Pretty that's fast. Michael, I need, I need to make it, Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty, it's pretty <laughs> Man, You it, were it, flying. You're flying, bro. no Go wait, this. it gets better. It gets better. So I get on the machine and I'm like, "Fuck. All right, fine. I'll just get on 15 minutes. That's a quick one. Um. And I kind of already know this about myself, but once I get on, it's hard for me to get off, right? Because once once you're in it." you kind of get over the the I don't want to do it. So, but I get on and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm not going to start slow and kind of do my gradual build up. I'm just going to go right to like the speed that I know is going to get me my um my 15 minute mile. Did you stretch? Well, no. We I, I, did I did a very, a I did a very small <laughs> breaking an ankle, pulling it's, a hammy. It's still not that off. fast. It's not that fast. So I put it at 4.0 and I start walking Whoa, right away dude. at the speed. That's no, but that's my regular kind of warm up mean. speed to kind of get going. Warm up. I usually get up to like four point 4. five. Jeez. That's kind of walking. Walking. I got
1: to like, yeah. look at this treadmill. Yeah. I'm calling
2: bullshit. Yeah. If no. I did four point five, I'll right the... now and I'll show you right now. It's very for me. It's very normal. You're I a fast walker. Then we got to do a walk race. I kind of got into You know. Yo, that's it, that fast we can raise money walk? for that for you but guys wait, to walk well, hold on hold on it gets better i know so sorry, at sorry. 4.0 4. to start it gets to five minutes i'm like i need to get up a little bit quicker i, I jumped to 4.5 on the spot now at this point i'm feeling kind of good so maybe the pasta was working it got me yeah, yeah. let's go i made it up to 5.0 the entire 20 22 minutes i did a mile in 13 minutes walking bro i jog it at ass. like 5.5 no, i mean 5. I, I can jog that. at four too and it looks like a really sluggish like little, you know <laughs> man, but man, uh I choose, shit, you <laughs> yeah, I, I choose not to run because it's the walking actually i feel like you i, I get a lot of, of, of
0: work <laughs> i would love to see yeah that. this is good
2: i <laughs> good. did so i ended up doing 25 minutes um which is why when i texted you guys i'm getting in the showers because i kind of went a little longer and i did uh, a 13 minute mile on the first one and then in kind of the last like Five minutes, I just was kind of cooling off, so I was going down. Mm, so I need to fun, get yeah. a little win here because although my eating is terrible, it's not terrible, it's forty percent terrible. My, <laughs> my that's um, pretty terrible. My though. walking has been pretty consistent. No, it's pretty bad. I know. I did some math and I was like, this is, <laughs> this, this is even worse than I thought. How
0: about the visual though? Is there a big visual for you difference? Like do you know, it's no, that bad that you're like, I yeah. can't even get on the oh, yeah. scale. No, 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 I get, I, I have a visual. It. I feel it in my jeans. Yeah. Like, oh, they used to, so the clothes used to be. You, you have
2: data. You have data that's. They used to be super, right super now. like they were falling off, like kind of bad falling off. Like I maybe I need to go that's buy some painted. new jeans. Now the cheeks yeah, are holding up. and it. now now they're they're fitting like kind of good. Oh boy, and I'm like, that's not good. that's All really right.
0: not good. Listen, next week. It's a weigh in. Fuck. Yeah, for real, we got to weigh in. So you have to weigh in. Just talking about this, I would weigh in, and then next week you got to report back after a full week of being on it.
2: Well, I've been on. That's what I'm telling you. No, no, Monday no, no, through no, no. Friday, I'm on it. I hear you. It's the but you, it's you need on. to fully be on it, like even like, on Saturday, like drop Sunday? that forty percent down even, to like ten percent. Even on Saturday, Sunday, why not? You know what the problem is though? Why are we?
0: Why are we getting back to? Okay, you no, no, know, no, 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 no. You want to know why? I'm with you. No problem. Let's you. be. Let's be one of these average people that works out five, <laughs> five days a week. All right, let's do the math real I'm quick. We've done this before. That's not average. Just better than average. Fifty-two weeks a year. I'm one of the We've average. Check it out though. Fifty-two weeks a year. If you take two days off per week. That's a hundred and four days off. That's equivalent to fourteen weeks out of fifty-two Wait, weeks. Say off. that again? Can you repeat Why that? Why would you do Can that? You
1: repeat that again? He is fitness rain man. You get what I'm saying though? So two, <laughs> two <That's laughs> unbelievable. Basic math for Dave is like, it, I don't know. And then he's like, that's 32 workouts, 455 pounds, two squats
2: per day. Well, the workout has not been the problem. Is it eating? That's uh, been the problem.
0: I but it but still, even if you were working out seven days a week or yeah. six days a week. Six. It, yeah, it it you know, it helps. But so my point yeah, is five when five I realized I always used to be the five guy. Five five week uh, five day a week guy.
2: Well, yeah. I adopted the the six after when you started saying I, yeah. yeah and, and, I mean, know.
0: but think about that math I have 30 though. Thirty eight. Days how do you expect to, to have, to especially days. when you have excess to like really lose? But yeah. how do you expect to get over that hump without like really leveling up? Right well, for no, you to I take agree two days you know. off. I agree. That's equivalent to fourteen weeks off in a year. That's a long like you would never take fourteen weeks off. Right, so that
1: I mean, math it depends. is... depends. <laughs> yeah,
2: Mike, <laughs> sounds very nice. Uh, but we're talking about the eating habit, right? Mm-hmm. That's the forty percent. That's what we're talking about. Yes, correct. Do you think All it's right.
1: a matter of just changing your? This is foo foo shit right here. So hold on, hold on, hold on your seats, kids.
2: <laughs> no, we're in Excuse Central right now.
1: I yeah, well, I'm, I'm giving you the foo foo though. Sometimes for myself, it's productive to be a little delusional, right? Like say I'm a bodybuilder, or I'm this type. I'm a runner. I'm this. I'm that. And you kind of, kind kind of kind of self-fulfill that prophecy and start acting like it, even though you're really not. So you're faking it until you
0: make it. That's kind not, of, Whatever but, works.
1: But you're kind of shoehorning yourself into this new role, right? So, like, I'm long, I'm lean, like, telling myself I walk around with a shirt off just to see my body every day and be like, ah, it's not there, but let's get it going. It's not <laughs> okay. there. Like, these little hacks I found, at least for me, get me going to kind of get back into the, like... I feel like I've been in an extreme situation. It's not an excuse. It's just the reality. So I'm like, all right, to snap out of this time, I think I need, not that I've like fell off a cliff by any means, but to like dial it in again. You (laughs) know what I mean? Fell off a cliff is like terminology. I was jogging and I fell off the cliff.
0: Thanks. (laughs) Terminology. I thought you really fell off the cliff, For me,
1: it's a lot of like, all right, well, I'm going to get back to like the no ropes. I'm going to be like a boxer again. Like I'm going to have a boxer's body. Like I'm an athletic build. Like I keep telling myself, all right, if you're an athletic build, then what do you do? I do a lot of skipping rope. I like, you know, with no rope, with no rope. Um, I could do that with the kids again. Like, I, I'm getting back to the basics of just like being active, burning
2: calories, and leaving it at that and weighing in every day. Like, by simple, the way, you know? think about what you just said. It is crazy. When you're a kid, it is so easy to burn, to jump into like just being a kid and running and burning so many calories. Yeah. You know how hard that is for an adult to just jump into a childhood mindset? Think mm-hmm. about how much you ran as a child, just running everywhere, well, and now it's like, damn, I can't even run. through like If I
1: had to, you know what's a mental like shift? That's kind of simple, but it's hard because when you don't sleep, yeah, but everything hurts now. When you were yeah. a kid, nothing hurt. You could fall, you could, fall. You could about right but, back so up. So we haven't slept for like say three years, right? Whatever it is, <laughs> I, I say it casually, tongue yeah, yeah, in cheek, yeah. but like, consi- a a I solid. can say s- s- consistently, we've we've had all the help in the world. We're very appreciative. We have not strung together a week of good sleep yes, in three
0: years. Absolutely.
1: So mentally it gets draining. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, all right, well, I have to – my my lens, which we talk about all the time, is so negative about like, oh, I got to get the baby. I got to bounce the baby. I gotta put the baby to sleep. Like, whereas when I started the journey and I was kind of in it and being active and proactive and like enjoying the process of trying to get lean while having a kid, it was, oh, I get to pick up the baby and try to bounce her around. So that's steps. That's steps. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure my watch is fully charged yep. And it's been this like little shift that I'm starting to take back on again where I'm popping up to go grab Livy. I'm like, all right, let's jump around G. let's get in the bouncer, so let's jump. And I think it's a factor of they're getting she's getting older so I can do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have them constantly and like you can put them in the bouncer and jump around for 15 minutes. But I was so dialed in before the second baby came, that it was hard for me to snap back to the simple stuff mm-hmm. because I stacked all this great stuff and routines and I felt guilty throwing it all away and be like, right. I'm just gonna get steps in. Yeah. I get that. That's a hard shift. Mm-hmm. But now that I've basically been defeated a lot of times with trying to get into weightlifting and all this and all the good stuff, now I'm kind of okay with like all right, well, it's not ideal. I didn't get my full, but I'm gonna get my steps and like jump around and kind of be kind of uh like the the simple so the basic stuff. Yep. You know
0: yeah do you find this as a dad um, yes do you find challenge in the chaos of like making decisions like for example I the other day did not want to bring I was tired. And I was really feeling like just even a little like, I don't know, I had something in my throat mm-hmm. or my head cold. I don't know. Dying slowly. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, when you close your eyes, you could just <laughs> like, like kind of fall asleep like that. Yes. Yeah. But it was a really nice day out. And, you know, Callie was in the house for the majority of the day. And I had about like, I wanna say maybe fifty minutes before the sun went down. Yeah. And I really sat there and I had the conversation in my head of you should probably just take her to the park like i know it's a challenge to put her in the car to drive her over there
1: everything's a production
0: right it's like yeah. it's and it's not easy you know and you yeah. got to get her dressed properly for the park if it's a little windy you got to bring the jacket you know what i mean so it, it's definitely a process but as i sat there i said you know what i'm gonna see how she responds callie you want to go to big park yeah she was like yeah boom and as soon as i did that now I was like, all right, I, I received a little feedback of excitement from her, and I also took on a challenge of myself to say, you know what, I'm going to get this W right now as a dad. Yep. And it's helpful yep. to think about, but it's hard to do it in the moment. If that, can you relate to that?
1: Me and Dana had this conversation of, like, I basically explained to her, and this, this is more just to tell people, like, if you're doing, thinking this, it's okay. I have this amazing <laughs> guilt of everyone keeps telling me this is the best time of your life. And then I have days where I'm like, this is the worst time. Like, (laughs) I hate being in this position. I love my kids. I just don't like feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Not that I'm sad. It's just overwhelming. It's chaos. It's like a million things would be easier if we didn't have this situation. Not that I regret them. And that duality of people saying, like, this is the best time of your life and telling you constantly. And in my head being like, it is, but why can't I see it while I'm in it? Right. Like, why am I so negative sometimes? Mm And it's just draining to keep hearing it and then feeling like you're wrong for feeling like this sucks when you're in it. So it's tough. Like That's what I battle with constantly is the constant reminder, you're going to miss this. You're going to miss this. And then when you're in it, you're like, I can't wait till it's easier. I'm never going to miss
0: this, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. And
1: I I feel guilty telling people, I'm like, listen, I'll be honest. I don't think I'm going to miss this <laughs> Like, I will. Yeah, I know yeah, I will. Yeah. But when in the moment, it's hard to do. Yeah. But that plays into what you're talking about where mm-hmm. there's days where you're just like, I just want to get through the day. But then something happens where, like, you know, Livy's like it's Valentine's Day, and I'm like, all right, let's watch it. Right. You know, yeah. So, it's hard though. It's very hard. That that is probably the most draining mental endurance. The mental endurance of being a parent, I was not prepared for whatsoever. I thought I was mentally tough. I thought I was positive all the time, and I found that it's a muscle that I have to keep growing because it is a grind. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat where I like constantly like oh yeah, like let's go to the park mm-hmm. and then you realize like fuck, we got to get the stroller out, we got to load up both kids. <laughs> Livy's yeah, freaking out because it's starting to get dark do- yeah. like and then you just regret the decision, and you're like, what am I doing? And the,
0: as soon as I got there, too, it was so windy. Yeah, <laughs> it was so windy because the park's up high. It's like, I, I guess the, I don't know, the, yes, the elevation and is high. It was so windy. So I'm like, Callie, let's run. And she's like, Dally, my hands are cold. I'm like, fuck, I didn't bring the gloves.
1: Something <laughs> that I've been trying something I've been trying lately is just to, like, laugh more. Like, try to crack more jokes about the whole situation because if I don't, I'll cry. Yeah. You yeah. know that thing? Yeah. You know that term? Whoever said that, maybe... Shakespeare what Are we laugh more did you ever think we'd be quote, quoting Shakespeare, Shakespeare on the show uh no like Shakespeare, I laugh I like because if I didn't as. I'd cry or whatever the term is it's so true like I gotta make jokes I'm like yeah you know mm-hmm. we're gonna ship you guys off to boarding school like yeah, I'll yeah. say stuff like that just to yeah but I don't know I don't know it's uh it's such a grind it's the best 100% but the non-stop daddy daddy look at me daddy 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 yep. wouldn't trade it but just to hear it. Like just to it's a form of torture of, mm-hmm. with love, it's crazy. It's a crazy emotional yes, journey. It is, definitely. It's like a roller it's, coaster. It's the
0: dad life. Um yeah, man, we gotta talk about Apparently, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it's real for us. And I know obviously it's but real for But you get for, that all the time, people are like, absolutely. Oh, you're gonna miss it. Oh yeah. But I, f- I really truly believe that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, I in do your heart
1: deep down, yes. But when you're in it, and you're like, right. I want to fucking ship this kid yes. to the moon. Yes, you're not thinking that,
0: right? I want to do the Miss pull and the, <laughs> right, right, right over the, over the fence. Fence. <laughs> you know, right into the lake, boom. <laughs> you know, um, all right, that was a good section. We had a little bit of dad talk, a little bit of Willie shakes CV. Let them know where we get this protein shake. Orgain. <laughs> we wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we've partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSnooze30. Again, that's NOSnooze30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter, and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under twenty dollars. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now back to the Epi. These guys are over here talking about peaches and cream. I'm trying to talk about the topic of the day. Or we're and hungry. The, topic, the topic of the day today is getting your edge back. Um, if you're a little, little uh, swaggy, maybe getting your swagger back. Mm. Right. Whatever it is. But um, this is this is, I think, a constant thought that goes through our minds all the time, and you know, especially as dads, you know, I know it happens there, it happens at work for me as well. But you're almost feeling like you you've lost your edge, right? And you you've been. Feeling maybe a little down. And this is a very normal thing that I think happens in life. You know, work might be tough. You can't really seem to make it more than a couple days without maybe fighting with your mom, fighting with your dad, fighting with a spouse, your brother, whoever it is in your relationships. Um, confidence is shot, mm. right? And I think that's a, Michael's like, yes, yeah, talk, talk, talk to me. Talk to Amen, me. Amen, Joel. Me. And then you get the thought, and it's like, well, maybe this is what middle age looks like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, May- yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe this is just my new normal. Are we middle age? Right. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, because we're going to be living until we're 120. But maybe this is just the, this just the just the new normal, right? But we are here to tell you, Dave Olstein is here to tell you, you don't have to settle for being unsettled. Hold the line. All right. We don't have to do this. We don't have to be anxious and feeling like our lives are like half-assed all the time because there are ways to find our edge and get our swagger back to normal, right? So that is what we were going to discuss today. And I want to start, if you don't take anything, take this analogy. You have a knife that goes dull, right? How do you sharpen that freaking knife? Throw it out buy a new one. (laughs) Well, that's what I would do these days. (laughs) But you sharpen a knife with with violence right with with grinding that knife right you're trying (laughs) to remove over there like you're trying to to remove the dullness of that knife and and you're creating friction in this knife yeah to ultimately make it sharper okay right so that's your life like when it gets dull (laughs) like when it gets dull and things seem to be going bad we have to sharpen our knives. We have to sharpen the tools. And yeah, unfortunately, we can't just go buy a new tool because you can't buy a new body. Well, mm. sometimes. Surgery these days, you could do it, I guess. I but can't the that. reality is you have to really put yourself in some level of uncomfortable situation yeah. to kind of get your swagger back. Yeah. Talk to me about what you're thinking, Michael. I like it.
1: I, you make me want to
0: run through that wall
1: and just disappear. <laughs> disappear <laughs> That'd from that. That a episode. good
0: clip, though. You, just you just ever run- see that
1: in a comedy show? <laughs> they just run out. Yeah. They run to a wall. Uh, <laughs> not, well said. I mean, life beats you down, and you just kind of, it's like motivation kind of in there. You need to constantly do it. It's like showering. You got to do it every day. Some days you feel real swaggy, you feel real got that edge, yep. got that demeanor. I feel like it's more of like a personality thing. Like when people say you seem off, mm-hmm. that's when it's like Is noticeable it, when you terrible, don't have that right? when you don't have that bounce. People call it bounce, right? Ooh. So like when I, I'm obsessed with the UFC because I see a lot of parallels in life with it. And like there's so many different uh disciplines that you can do to be successful, but you can be a specialist in one, you can do a bunch of them. Um, it's one-on-one, uh, there's a lot of doubt, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of buildup, there's just a lot of things that I pull inspiration from. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll say like, Oh man, this is a big moment. And like, just doesn't seem to have that bounce in a step. And then the other guy who's the champion or whoever, like, they're like, Ooh, they look sharp. They was used to term sharp. Go. So I like to watch, I like a little escapism in the day when it's an intense day. So I'm trying to be dialed in and, like, do a bunch of real estate stuff during real estate, hop in and out of podcasts. I listen to my daily stoic in the morning to keep my mind right, not, like, down, just kind of light in the morning. And then I've enjoyed watching kind of the fighters and the build up to the fights and their interviews, especially when it's, like, a champion fighter or someone who has self-confidence. So, like, Alexander Volkanovsky was fighting um, uh, Makachev who was like new pound for pound. Basically, he's like the boogeyman. No one wants to fight him. No one wants to fight. Volkanovski is one of the best light featherweights featherweights ever and basically said, I want the fight. And he like went into the challenge. And the whole buildup, everyone has not given him any hope of winning. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of laughs it off. And he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but you can't hold me down. He can't hold me down. He's going to learn very quick. Can't hold me down. Part of it, it seemed like he was getting himself fired up. But Mm -hmm. part of it felt like he was kind of like calling his shot to put the pressure on makachev right right yep and then like he kind of he said what he was gonna do he's like when i get up that first time and he realized he can't hold me down and the fans are behind me he's gonna get i'm gonna see that look on his face change that smirk i'm gonna smack it off like the way he kind of like talked about it gave me chills because i'm like whenever we're going into stuff like whenever i'm going into a situation where it seems unwinnable if you lose you lose but lose with style Mm. lose with an edge there's a way to lose. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You go into a basketball game. You play 10 of You get blown out by 30. You go. You score 15 quick ones. Kind of happened once. And they lose by 60, but at least you scored 15 <laughs> yeah. quick ones. You know? They lose by 60. It's kind of like a moral victory, that type yep. of thing. But I just kind of like enjoyed listening to the lead up. I'm like, this guy might be delusional, but I believe in him now. Like <laughs> yeah. As the fan, I'm like, I want to bet on this yeah. guy. And then like the whole buildup happens. He goes into the fight. And he comes out like definitely tentative, but he starts doing what he said he was going to do. Gets up. The crowd's going nuts. He starts talking a little shit to the guy. He's like, that's it. That's all you got. You're holding on. You're holding on. You're not trying to win. And he's like in a choke. The guy's got him in a choke, and he's punched him in the face talking shit. And he talks about it in the post-interview, and he's like, I probably shouldn't have been talking so much shit because it distracted me and I got taken down. So long story short, he ends the fight on top. People are just happy that he finished the fight. People are giving him the moral victory. He thinks he won, which is debatable. Mm-hmm. And after all of it, there was some um, question if he won or he lost. But ultimately, everyone respected how he went, how about, he went it, about it. Yeah. And kept he kept his pound for pound. And right after the fight, he was very gracious in the loss. It was one of those things you can't control. And he's like, the judges thought I didn't win. I didn't do enough. I thought I won. Um, and then he's calling for the rematch. So not only did it happen... And he thought he won. He got screwed, but he he didn't say he got screwed by the judge. A lot mm-hmm. of people did, and he's calling for the rematch. He's like, I know he doesn't want to fight now because he knows how strong I am. I was underestimating. I gave him too much respect, which is Oof, hilarious to say. Like a, yeah. He's like, he wasn't as strong as I thought. I gave him too much respect. Like mentally, I'm like, if I'm the uh, if I'm Makachev, and no one's ever talked to me like that, yeah. it reminds me of the scene where Rocky fights Kleber Lang, and he keeps he lets him punch him, and he's like, that's all you got. That's all you got. And then he, like, beats the shit out of him. Yes. But no one, it seems like a lot of times the bullies don't get bullied. Mm-hmm. But when they get someone who's not afraid of it, the other element's get to play. I just thought it was inspirational. That is.
0: That is. That's a, that's a great And then story, I yeah. started
1: thinking to myself, like, in the past, I've kind of packed it in and not been as aggressive because I was afraid of failure, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason. And my thought is, like, if I'm not going 100% at something, you don't give yourself the option for, like think good things to happen you're kind of accepting the loss even if you think it's unwinnable right yeah you take on a listing you're like there's no way i'm gonna sell this thing i'm just gonna try to be like tentative in how i market it and hope for the best and maybe i get lucky versus listen i don't know if it's gonna sell but i'm gonna do my full kit and caboodle market the shit out of it if anyone's gonna sell it's gonna be me mm-hmm. that yeah, kind that of difference yep. i think is the difference between being successful and failing
0: <laughs> yeah well said, and I love that that uh, that whole story, too. I saw some of the clips of the fight. And hilarious. the one where he was getting choked out, it was good. He's really getting good. choked. Yes. It's probably the worst position you could be in fighting. Yeah, yeah. And he's p- punching yes. the guy
1: in the face, talking to his corner,
0: saying, yep. this is all you have? <laughs> You're, holding You're holding on. It's yep. hilarious. Um, so when when I thought of this topic, when, when after Mike shot us a text and was basically like, listen, I think we should discuss this, um, I started thinking. And I'm like, all right, when's the last time that I can really think about losing my edge right and we've discussed the the um the time in my life where i basically felt like i was deserving of this this raise deserving of this position but i'm not sure i told the whole story about really what happened so i got so frustrated and i was in a really bad mental space for a long time because i and i read something that was like you know every seven years you need to like redevelop yourself and sure enough that was like year seven for me and that that started getting in my head and I felt like the worst yes and I felt like because I read that statement I was like so screwed I needed a new opportunity because if not I'm a failure sucks blah blah so now I go to work right and now I and, and by work I don't mean literal work but I start my planning process And I come up with this whole proposal. It was like a social media proposal to take on the whole town's uh, social media platform, run it for a a certain amount of money. Everything gets approved by everybody but one person. My commissioners are in the corner. Staff is on board with what's going on. Other departments in the town are really, really in for this. And there was one person at this really, really high level that kind of shut it down. Right? And even though I had approval from everybody else, now it's just a waiting game. Government, especially local government, is very archaic. So sometimes you go into meetings and you think that you're going to win and you get this and you get a verbal okay. And then months go by and nothing happens. So I remember now being like, F this. Now I'm coming for your head. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I started applying to all these jobs. Mm-hmm. And I applied to this one state job. I never told the story, right? Dude, well, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I applied to this one state job, which basically was... The director of community affairs on the state level, though, so it was higher than the county level and the the, uh, local level that I'm at, but a big job. I mean, the qualifications for this job were well outside of my range. But I said, you know what? I'm applying. So I apply. No downside. Right. No downside. So I apply. And that's when it kind of clicked. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get this job. But I want to see what these types of interviews are and I want to feel what it's like right and who knows what can happen But my, my mindset kind of shifted in that moment when I saw the job because I I got I was reading the job description and I got excited yeah, yeah I was like I can see myself doing it, but I know that I'm not going to get this job, but let's get it. So I apply, I get the interview it was virtual. I I hear back from them, Prior to them reaching out to me, they reached out to one of my references, who happened to be the person that shut me down on the local level for my new job. Nice. Gave me a really good reference. Right, I happen to be in the top three. They want to get you out of there. Top three of that job, right? <laughs> yeah, right. They probably they wanted me. Great to leave. guy, take him. But, but after that, that person comes back to me, and is like, hey, listen, I didn't know you were applying. You know, for for other jobs, just to let you know, I gave you a really good recommendation. Uh, but why didn't you say something? And I'm like, you know, I'm really kind of frustrated with with where i'm at right now you know and I, and I want this next step i feel like i'm deserving i feel like there's an opportunity available for me we had this whole presentation and and i just didn't like the amount of work that i'm putting in and there's like no it doesn't feel like a, a win-win anymore yeah. you know what i mean it just doesn't feel like this is a, a team environment my direct team was great but the people that were higher than me i didn't feel like i had the support necessary so because i got that reference Letter And I actually came in number two. So I was top three. They re-interview me again. They end up giving the job away to somebody else. But what it did for me was it really allowed me to get my edge back and my swagger because I came back to to where I was at in the town. And I had this new like, yeah, I basically am qualified for, you know, 10 jobs above this. Uh, But it was a it was a way that I was like, wait a minute. I actually lost. I didn't get this job. I didn't I didn't uh, I wasn't successful in in getting the the raise, but I was able to find an edge almost through a loss, mm-hmm. which was, you know, it was kind of kind of strange to to think about.
1: Yeah. The the um you made a comment when you're telling a story about how someone said something to you and then it like stuck, but you didn't know it stuck until it like showed its head yes. later. Someone made a comment to me. I blame myself because I was asking people because I was really nervous about having a second kid and it was all over my face. I was asking everyone at every show and, you have any kids? How many? Two? Oh my God. How was the jump from one to two? Right? So like, I was annoyed with myself, but I was so nervous. I didn't know who to talk to about it. Right? So, because I'm trying to play it cool. Like, oh, it's fine. We're going to be fine. You know, the high voice because I'm lying. <laughs> right. um, and this woman who's great, I respect her a lot. She says to me, she's like, yeah, you know, I have three. I'm like, wow. Like, that's amazing. Like, how's it been? She's like, Oh, good, good. And I'm like, Wow, and you do real estate. Like, how'd you make it all work? Because I was trying to figure out how I'm gonna make it all work. And she's like, Oh no, I couldn't do it while I was doing real estate. Like I, <laughs> I did this after I had the kids. Oh boy. And I didn't really think much of it. And then it, I keep thinking about it constantly, her saying, No, I couldn't do it. And part of me has been feeding into all of this like input of like how hard it is, mm-hmm. like it's not easy, you can't do both, you can't do this. And it wears on you to the point where you get dull, and you let the the stuff come in. Um, But then I had like again, I respect all these people. But then I had, I I think I need the delusion of fuck it, like they're not me, like I'm one of one, built different, built different. But just like that, good or bad, right? Like and definitely, it's been my downfall in some situations. I've been blind going into situations with this delusion, but I've learned from it. It's been productive. It's never been like devastating, you know. Mm -hmm. It's been hard. More often than not, like you're saying, if you go into things I'm finding with the edge, you come out with the edge, right? When you go on dull, you come out duller, Mm -hmm. is what I feel. Yes. Oh, that's good. Um, And it's just the mental taxing of like trying to be a dad and trying to be like good on that front and then trying to be a good real estate agent, trying to build a business at times can get like too many things impacting you and that Mm -hmm. dulling it. Like it's like instead of cutting through. Like a a T-bone. Yep. You know, cooked. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to cut through stone. And I'm gonna get through it, but it dulls you. And you're putting so much work into it. Keep cutting. And like eventually when you get the crack, it all gets easier. Mm -hmm. But that's like mentally how I felt a lot like recently because it's been just so much. You know, everything you when you get in that lens and you feel like everything that could go wrong Mm -hmm. is going wrong. All these expenses are piling up. And you just want to make progress. And the harder you pull, it's like a Chinese fire trip, the harder you're getting pulled back. Mm. Like, the more you push, the more you're getting... It's like in a mud. The more you run, the more you're getting deeper. Yep. Yep. Like, that feeling is something where you don't feel like you can get the edge back. But I found I sometimes respond to anger. And if I can acknowledge it and get fired up to prove someone wrong... Um, you know, you can't tie your happiness in someone else's opinion of you, mm-hmm. but you can use it to fire you up. Right. So, yes. like, in the past, when I've had good situations, you know, not that you guys were ever mean about it, but like being like, I can't wait to prove them wrong about this bet. You get that extra fire. Mm-hmm. So I've found that in a colleague that I'm competing with in the world. I'm not going to talk too many details. Oh, but you don't want to give her name? No, I don't. I say can names. get behind you. On I don't want to say names of gotta, whoever I, you know. it is, he or her, but. <laughs> professionally i've kind of taken the approach of like i'll stay in my lane you know if you want to talk shit behind my back feel free um but lately i'm like you know what people gotta pay people gotta pay for that and yeah i can stay in my own lane but why 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 do you deserve to have the business why can't i have it
0: do you feel that you've had to get a certain level of experience before you take that i think i need to grow balls again
1: <laughs> you know, sometimes you get dull and get neutered. Yeah. You and, get neutered. Uh, you you get bullied into being kind of passive,
0: which is never how I am about anything. Mm. Let me ask you this now. Yeah. So I have a. I, as I was thinking about this concept, and before you really you, we go after this person. No, no, we're not going. He's after a big you, guy. Buddy. He's a big guy. No, we're we're to, I heard he was ten. No, because I heard he was. A here's percent. the problem.
1: I'll, I'll say this, and if it comes <laughs> out, people may think I'm talking yes, about them yeah, yeah. because I'm not saying who it is. Mm. If you're thinking it's you, it's not you because no. it's it's he's much bigger than you. He's much <laughs>
0: bigger than you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, no, so I think society kind of does this to us as well. And I, I kind of want to know your thought Preach on this. I'm pondering. I'm pondering here. I, you know, my hands are crossed and I'm looking up to the ceiling. But I feel like you don't you said the word dull a lot, right? So yeah. I keep thinking of the analogy. You don't sharpen this knife with a pillow. But we've almost created this. This life of comfort, big comfort, right? Like. You, you go to a job for years and years, and it's, like, okay to go to the job. Maybe you're in a relationship, and you've been in the relationship for years, and it's, you know, okay, you're not going to die in the relationship, but it's not, like, you know, the most exciting thing in the world. Your fitness stuff, same type of thing. You know, you go, you walk on the treadmill, 4.5, I'm strolling. You know what I'm saying? But but we've, created, <laughs> we've created this life of, of um, a pillow, like, even as a dad you know life is okay but it's it's not great because you know our mindset is there but because you don't need an edge to just be okay in our life we end up just surviving and thinking that that's the way to go so really what i'm trying to say is don't be the pillow right yeah like and to have an edge you got to get away from the pillow mindset yeah
1: Uh, Yeah, I think you still have an edge within like a similar routine, similar lifestyle. You just got to be aware of and be uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I've set up my life to need an edge. Else, I'm going out of business. Right, right. So like that extra element of like you are the you're the you're the knife. Like Mm -hmm. there's no other knife. You're the knife. You're the cutting process. Has forced me to be like you ever either have an edge or you go out of business, you know, or you got to do something else with your life. So that's been like. You know, and I'm the
0: opposite of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, which is harder to keep, probably sharp. I, I don't know. No?
0: I I don't know. I don't know if, which one is harder because you have more pressure for sure. But like, if I'm in a job, just like you know, eighty percent of the world, where you every two weeks you're going to get paid regardless. Um, of course, I can you know still get fired at the management level, but it's you know hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, well, they did call yeah, me. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're open to a position. I'm like you have the wrong guy. <laughs> but you know, I so it is almost hard in a sense because you can get stuck in that that pillow for lack of lack of better words because you're like well that money's gonna come anyway yeah you know i, I can just kind of get stuck here um so i think your y- your perspective is, is probably harder but tell us about this person no, so Let, I, let's I, get no, it.
1: No, well about the pillow so i <laughs> yeah, definitely feel as though i had a couple cushy years or like my trajectory was good and i definitely got a little softer because i didn't really need to get very uh sharp on a lot like i was sharp but I didn't need to be aggressive as far as grabbing new business and whatnot because it was kind of organically happening, mm-hmm. right? And I was doing my thing and whatnot. And then now that the market's tightened, strong survive. Like it's very tight. So you got to really push and like market yourself and get out there and you're going up against other agents. There's just less to eat, right? Yep. So the, 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 it, I forget who said it, but the guy, the subtle art and I'm not giving it an F, there's a book. That guy and, Another, uh, maybe the Daily Stoic guy, we're talking about the the problem of success is that you get comfortable at the next level. And sometimes what got you there kind of fades because you're too comfortable, because Mm -hmm. you're not trying to excel past it. And that won't get you to the next level. So by plateauing, you kind of slow down, right? Because if you're not hitting a certain speed, the wind takes over and the adversity of life pulls you back. So I was like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then they talk about if you're successful too fast. It's like having altitude sickness. Because you get up there too quick. You didn't get up there and, and in stages, so you didn't know how to reset your life and like new challenges. So part of me when I get discouraged by each step, I get kind of optimistic because like I'm really doing it in like steps. I'm not jumping anything. I'm re- leveling myself, getting used to the new altitudes, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just an interesting way to put kind of Yeah, the, no, I like it. Um no, so in general, I'm gonna keep this very vague there are opportunities that i've kind of talked myself out of in the past because for whatever reason i rationalized to myself that i'm not as qualified as a competitor correct it's happened on uh, both sides of the business for me um i found myself getting doubting myself when i went up against someone for like a, a big in the industry for a listing and i got it and then the thought was like oh no they're going to be watching me on the listing when in reality they didn't care right i'm mm-hmm. small I'm a minnow in all this big game. So like no one really cares. They'll go up against me, but if they lose it, it doesn't make a difference to them. For me, it's important. Yeah. So that's the difference that I'm realizing. But I just don't like talking to myself in a negative way of like what could go wrong, being afraid to fail, versus what could go right, how I'm actually more beneficial than the other person, even though you know, the eye test tells them I'd go with them every single time. Like really kind of reassuring myself that I am good what I do. And just because there are some failures in the past, there's a lot of stuff I don't control. So I could be very good at what I do, and the same outcome could be two different things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like Volkanovsky. He could be very good at what he does, different judges, different results. Yep. So really kind of grounding myself in whether it's a big success or a big failure, as long as I do the actions that got me to either one. There should be some type of edge taken from some progress, right? Mm. I can look the people and say in the the eye and say I did everything I could. It didn't sell, right? Mm-hmm. Or we did everything we could, we couldn't find a property. Uh, the sellers backed out. You know, we did everything. There's nothing else we could have done. We did everything we could do, and I did everything to my full ability, hundred percent, and it just didn't work out. Can
0: you share? with-
1: It's hard though. I right, say this good. in theory but you have six in a row, seven yes. in a row, it's hard not to rethink that. Right. And I'm pretty bulletproof with my mindset yep. on that stuff. Yeah, 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 And even, I'll be honest, when three or four things in the same day, sometimes coincidence go wrong. Mm-hmm. You're like, am I the worst agent in the world? Yep. You know? And then the next day, they all
0: go right. And you're like, am I the best in the world? Right. You know? So you can't mm-hmm. you That's can't ride all. that roller coaster. Yeah. Um. Can you share what you said to somebody or what you would say to somebody who's potentially, say I'm this other person and I I get every single listing right yeah. so by the eye test like you're saying they should go with me yep. but you shared something off air yeah that I, was a tactical but yeah but it's good though because that's actually a uh, a real tactic when it comes to like an interview process that yeah, I'll explain I mean, but go ahead so my thought is like
1: the thought process of why would you choose me right mm-hmm. like if I was in the other seat what would make you sway towards me even though I'm not, you know, 50 years in the business, all these listings, whatever. So my thought was like, well, a benefit of working with me is you get me, right? Um, the other person has 100 listings. Do you want to be one of 100? You want to be one of one. So that's the benefit, you right? You want to date me exclusively. You want me to date me <laughs> exclusively, you have 100 you know, yeah, dates. Yeah. So like that's kind of funny. And then my whole pitch is like bigger doesn't mean better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like at the end of the day, I'm trying to maximize every opportunity I get because I don't have 100 opportunities. Right. I get one swing. Yep. You don't think I'm trying to hit a home run on your swing? I don't need to hit singles. Mm-hmm. I need to hit home runs. Right. So, like, just being honest with the conversations, like, not shying away from that. My, I consider myself experienced, but when I go against people that have been in the business 40, 50 years,
0: like, I'm never going to win that. I mean, do you want to deal with a fossil, or do you want to deal with somebody <laughs> who's ten? There's a lot. Of, yeah.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of good. Like, there's I say that with respect. There's a lot of great agents out there that have earned their experience, and I respect them even more now being 10 years in the business and being like, I don't know how they did it. Right. Because 10 years, I feel like I've been in the business 100. So, but I really think rather than hide from the adversity, just bringing it to light, the elephant in the room, and saying like, listen, you're probably saying like, why should I choose him over these other agents? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I've been in the business 10 years. I've been 50. But, you know, I'm, I've am i sold properties for records. You know, if you, call, if you call me, you get me. You don't get a team. Right. I own my own firm. So if we got to get creative, I'll get creative. I'll do everything in my power to get the deal done. And ultimately, I respect you. I hope I work with you. But if we're not the right fit, we're not the right fit. Mm-hmm. I'm a boutique firm. I can't take on everyone. Yep, Which is true. Yeah. You know, so it's like versus, hey, I really want the business. Like I'll do whatever. I'll drop my rate like whatever. You... No, it's like if you
0: want to work with me and you you believe in what I can do. Um, Let's do it. If not, I'll get no, some okay. crazy. So
1: it's no, it's that shift.
0: I, I love it. And, it. and it actually reminds me of this, uh, you know, of, of a tactic. But I think situations in our life, we allow we allow situations in our life to take away our edge or our swagger. For example, you have a job interview, right? You go into the job interview and you're like sitting there and you're just receiving the questions and you're trying to like talk about yourself in, in a great light, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is one way to interview and that's a good way. But there's the other way that you can utilize an edge, and which is something that I've actually done in my past. My previous boss, he always says to me, I've never been in an interview where I was interviewing somebody and it felt like it was an interview for me. But I had read this, you know, so I didn't create it. Um, but it's a, it's a tactic to where you basically try to learn any and everything about the organization that you're going into. So you have not only general knowledge, but especially with outlets today. I mean, you could find out anything you want before you go into that interview. Uh, so you ask questions back. You know, you basically speak in an interview how, you're, how you can make change kind of immediately if you were on the team already, right? So you're speaking in a present, like, I have this job. This yeah. is what I am, you know, here to do, yeah. uh, versus being, you know, so reactive. And that's just a way that before the, the outcome is even there, you can kind of go into these situations, like Mike is saying, with a little bit of an edge, yeah. you know, but you have to be strategic about it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. hundred percent.
0: And you you
1: your demeanor and tone is super important. You know, like if you if you're hesitant and you're not confident in what you're saying mm-hmm. and you're second guessing yourself, then the people you're dealing with are second guessing themselves. There's less of a a trust level because they're like, I don't know, why is he being so squirrely and like nervous? And right. you know, so it's like it all feeds on itself. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, but it's a constant battle, you know, to keep the edge and there's days that are good. There's days that are bad, but the, the whole stoic philosophy, which I've really loved. And like, I really got to do more of it and think about it more is like their whole thing is nothing's good or bad. Just Mm this, it's not good or bad. You can have good, you can be emotional, right? Have happy times, this and that. But when stuff happens, it doesn't happen to you, happens for you. It's not good or bad. It just is. You right. know, if you lose this listing, maybe it's to make room for another listing. Yep. If you got that listing sold, maybe it's not the best one. Maybe it, it would have t- took you down a road of doing deals you want to do. So it's like no matter which way it goes, depending on how you look, at it could be good or bad. Mm-hmm. So don't don't put too much faith in the, or not um, faith, to wait in it. Yeah. No. I, I, so easy I to that. say, so hard to do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, want to rip shit in half when yeah. I don't sell something.
0: We have these conversations all the time, but I, I feel like this is where you, you are very transparent and people can see through you if you're really about that life for a back of for a lack of better words, right? Yeah. Like this is why I think you have to tie everything in. I wear a compass on my on my neck because I want to live in alignment, right? Like I want my business values to be the same as my relationship values. My relationship values to be the same values I have in the gym. For a long time, I was just kind of living this life in the gym. But as I became a dad and, you know, you're in these relationships over time, you realize that, wow, you know what? I can be a compass and I can have the same outlook on all of these things. But I just feel like it's so important that you don't only live one aspect of your life, the way that we're talking, right? Like that's where I think people can see through and be like, you know what? You're really not the best for this job because if you can't even, you know, really take care of yourself, how are you going to take this, you know, leadership role or how are you going to represent somebody? You know, it was a mindset that you had back when you were doing that 10% challenge was, I think it translates so much more, it translates so much more than just, you know, oh yeah, you go to the gym. Wow. So what? No, it's like, It's really hard to do that every single day. It's hard to do anything every single day.
1: And it all, if you can connect it all, like you're saying, and that's how it's only worked for me, is if everything is kind of in synergy and like I link up. Like when I'm dialed in on my diet, my nutrition, my working out, it's the best version of myself for my clients. So if I want to be in that level, I got to figure that out. Right. And there's certain, so if you're like, they're all pillars you know, for your house or whatever is the foundation. At certain times, one gets dull, one gets sharp, and you just got to keep kind of – it's a constant practice. It's a constant, like, retooling and changing and mm-hmm. fixing. And, you know, it's never done. It's like you're uh, – that's helped too. It's like when you do something, it's just not done. You just It's constantly changing. So it's like it's never going to be the same every time. Right. It's going to keep adapting, but at the end
0: of the day, if you're making progress in all facets, then you're doing something right. And the the most important thing, though, is like – you really have to put in this work and it's repetition 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 yeah. is so important i was just having this this conversation with a, a young student athlete great basketball player gonna be you know a uh, uh, high division two low division one full scholarship athlete which is phenomenal but he was basically mad that he wasn't in um you know one of these. Uh, it was like a, a showcase that high level uh colleges and universities were recruiting for And so I said, all right, let's sit down and have this conversation. How many hours a day do you practice? He said, well, you know, I take Sundays off and I typically practice like, you know, an hour to two hours a day. And I said, is this an hour to two hours a day outside of your scheduled practice? And he's like, no, but I'm doing it every day and it's important to be consistent. So I show up. So I said, you want to be the best at what you do. And do you think that six days a week for one hour. So that's six total hours in a week or say it's two, that's 12, 12 hours in a week is really going to qualify you to be the best in the world at what you do. And I saw like the light bulb go on. Cause I said, just take that and add an hour in the morning of your own, you know, fitness routine or you with ball handling Um, you shooting, whatever it is, a skill that you're now adding to that. And now you double the amount of time that everybody else, because 90% of the people that you're probably competing against are at your exact same level Mm -hmm. when it comes to the time put in. Now, over the course of one year, course of two years, you guys have been logging the same hours. What are you going to do? That's going to give you that competitive edge. And he was like, Well, I'll be in the gym tomorrow for you know, even thirty minutes. Cause then he started doing the math. He got obsessed. Yeah. And he was like, mm-hmm. Wait, so if I just do fifteen minutes of free throws every single day, the amount of time I mean he was almost light years ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Um, but those are the conversations that we need to be having more often. Like and that's something that I want to instill in Cali. That that um it, it's just it's repetition yeah. every day. Yeah, if you want to be good at, something. Yeah, like we can't just want to be the best in the world and just show up, you know, here and there. Yeah, you know? It's fair. Important stuff. Um, there was two things, though, that I think might be helpful. I think it could be helpful. Well, again, information, not education to you. We don't teach here. We just preach. But so I, I almost have, it, have an awareness now of when I'm losing my edge. And there's two things that I specifically wrote down. Uh, but for whatever reason, when I find myself having the same conversations over and over and over again, without taking action i know that i've lost my edge right so I, that could be applicable to work it could be applicable to starting a uh, a side hustle it's a good one david it could that's be a good one. you know might what I mean? have been like, your best comment you made on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> seriously right it's it's good, good. Uh, I, did you come up with that yes wait, wait, i got it from the book of dave <laughs> i don't know um no so it's something that i really i i find that's when i'm really losing it because I will have, I called my father like four different times. And he's like, are we having this conversation again? And I'm like, oh boy. And I realize, like, I still have the great idea of what it is, but I've taken no action steps to really move forward because I'm hesitant because I kind of want to ignore, like CV was talking about before. I kind of want to ignore it. Yeah. You know, it's like a good idea. Like I kind of like it, but I'm like scared. I'm fearful of it. That's yeah. one. And then. Two is it takes me a really long time to make decisions, which rarely happens to me. Mm-hmm. So when I notice that I'm very indecisive and I'm unable to make a decision, I'm starting to to lose my edge. Those are two things that kind of happen to me, but I think back, you know, I, I have to think back in a leadership role and say, listen, on that number two thing of taking a long time to make a decision, look back at previous data. See how long it took for an idea to become a concept, measure it against the time frame that I'm slacking right now, and now I can see where I've lost my edge. You know, so those are two things that just came to mind that uh you know I, the, I thought the i the only mentioned. thing
1: I'll add to it to make it a nice three number is when I lose faith in the process, mm-hmm. when I'm like, this is pointless. That's
0: when I really lose my edge. That's a very good one. That happens a lot. Right. Like,
1: unfortunately, real estate's slow. Slow. So if you don't have the faith. And that things are going to come together. And you're going to figure it out. It's this whirlwind of like you're getting behind. You're not getting behind a month. You're getting behind three months, four months, five months. Because if you're not getting the deals going now, they don't close for three, four, five months. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you got lulls in your action, you get to get you get hit with them in three months, and then you're in. You're like, where's all my deals? And you're like, I I was this whole month of my I didn't have my edge. So now that's why I'm not. You know. So it's like a very you get penalized by losing it, and it doesn't happen often, but lately, like, there'll be even end of day type stuff where I'm like, there's no point. Like, I'm not even going to do this next thing, and I feel it. I feel the edge lost, and I feel myself losing the faith, and then you kind of have to talk yourself back. I'm oh, not. After that, it works. It's yeah. worked in the past. It's going to work now. You know, it's hard, though. It's hard.
0: You're becoming an Olstein brother. He's talking about faith.
1: Well, that's my <laughs> money.
0: No, no, I know, but it's it's so true, and and especially w- with the the term of alignment for me, the faith piece is something that like I want to just get to that next that next level because like with Joel, like on stage? no, 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 talk, no, 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 talking no, next no, week. no, 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 I'm just saying a uh, uh, daily practice. You know, I I need to now take my simple gratitude prayer to like the next level, and I'm not looking to become the most religious dude in the world by any means. That's not what I'm after. But, you know, Joel, if you're hiring, you know, I am am here for you. Um, You get what I'm saying though? So I, this
1: is kind of on topic, kind of off topic. I, the thing that I think would, I haven't really talked about it or really thought about much till recently. My mind runs and I have a hard time sleeping a lot these days because I have so many thoughts. So I think I really need to keep a journal or something just to write so that I stop bouncing ideas in my head. And I think it'll help me focus a lot more. Because I have these ideas Mm -hmm. that if I don't get out, they stress me and like they turn these other things Mm -hmm. where I think if I just wrote it down, like threw it up on a page, I can like relax, you know? Yeah. And that's something I haven't had to do in my whole career Mm -hmm. and I've been able to manage it all and be okay and this and that. And I think part of it is this podcast helps me get all my thoughts out Yeah, and it kind of makes me throw up on, on a microphone. Um, yeah, literally, uh, so I think that'll be maybe the next thing I try to impose. And maybe it's just on my iPad, just scribbling and like keeping. But I do think it'll be good to look back and kind of dissect and kind of check in where I've been. Because this, apart from, yeah, this probably, and again, not major adversity, but hardest mentally for me, probably this last six months of my whole life. Just like keeping positive mm-hmm. has been really hard. Well,
0: you got me. a lot going on too, you know, and I think that's that's a piece of it. You-, you... It's not like this is just phantom stuff. No, yeah, but it's I think real life.
1: Documenting you know? that I can be more familiar with the feeling so that when it comes up in the future, I can manage it better. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, I'm doing okay, but it's unfamiliar to me.
0: So, like, but the, unfortunately, it's not going to happen again in this capacity. It'll happen again in a, in different, a different way. way. Right? But
1: at least I can pull from it because yes. I, I haven't really struggled with being like positive you know like that hasn't been a struggle of mine in my past mm-hmm. and then during all this it's been a struggle and it's a weird feeling because i'm not familiar with it mm-hmm.
0: you know yeah i um i literally i mean it, it's something you hear all the time but i utilize the times in my life that were the toughest whether yeah. if it was you know a health battle uh relationship battle um you know whatever whatever adversity was going on in my life i feel like it prepares me but you have to be conscious of that like really preparing yourself for that next level yeah. and be able to draw from it in the moment yeah. of when that adversity is hitting you, you yeah. know, like being able to remember like, yo, I actually did this, you know? And yeah, it was a different way, but like I am built for this. Yeah. I can get through this too. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, but it's, it's a very, very important stuff, you know? Yeah. it's. I think it'll be uh, therapeutic in a sense of just like
1: realizing like, yeah, this is probably, you know, the start of the upswing, yep. but when you're in it, you're like, this is just going to go like this for us, yes. but yeah. it's not, I know that. But it's hard, it's so unfamiliar for me because I'm usually so, like, upbeat, and I'm sure in once in my life I was like this, but I've been so removed from it that it's hard to revisit it. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. So, it's been good, though. I love it, man. Good. That's a a great ramble for today. So, this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, 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 dimes. (sighs) I don't know why I can't remember this stuff. I get nervous, and then... Puts me on the spot, and like I can't- You just used the quote that you post each day. That's what I- Well, so that's exactly where I'm going right now, because this one was fire. This really was. Um, (laughs) The best is every week, you're like, this is fire. (laughs) This one is fire. You got to keep the people- Was this by Dave? Yeah. You got to keep the people- (laughs) It started with Seneca, philosophy, Shakespeare, (laughs) now it's Dave every week. It's literally his dime. One day it's Willie Shakes, you know, one day it's Dave Regina. Um, Willie Shakes sounds- Yeah, it does. Not very- All right, so I'm just- the uh <laughs> shake the willy, stop it.
2: All right, so check it
0: out. Try to do this off the top, I guess, after I, I looked at it, but off the dome. Yeah. Life is like a roller coaster. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Fuck. No, it was good. I've read it this morning. It I good. know it is good. It is good. Life is like a roller coaster. You have ups and downs, twists and turns, and that is the adversity of your life, right? So you basically have two options. You could hold on for dear life on that roller coaster and be fearful of what's about to come next. Or you could put your motherfucking hands up, smile, and enjoy the damn ride. And fly out of the seat. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you're buckled in. But that analogy right there, though, you know, I'm going through some personal things in my life to where I do feel like there's a lot of twists, a lot of turns. It's ups, it's downs. But, like, you have a choice every single day, you know, and it's very hard to do in the moment. But just like in that roller coaster, you really got to have faith, throw the hands up, smile while you're doing it. And then by the end, you're like, wait, that was a really fun ride. Mm, And not that this is going to be a fun ride for you. Not all the time. Right. But at least you're safe. You're healthy. So my life is not that bad dramatic pause those big pause right i thought you froze but, for a second <laughs> but uh just something to be conscious of as you uh as you move forward well all right so listen cv is coming with his update next week we're all putting them on a the spot right here um because this is what we do we live this life
1: does the roller coaster theme park have some good uh food because i'm into that all right can problem. i have a cheeseburger in one hand as i'm going down
0: <laughs> yes absolutely um so yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this little Little epi and you like subscribe if you yes. haven't already. What the F are you doing? Right. Go go buy city, some, some merge, you know, fund what time our future. Is. That's right. Um, and and keep sense. that swagger, baby. That's what this is about. Finding they, and keeping this Do
1: they use swagger? swagger anymore, these kids? I don't know. I think it's sauce, right? No, it it's, Um
0: on. no, not sauce. It's um drip. Drip. Drip drip's too much. The drip. I can't talk about
1: drip. I like edge. Them, <laughs> I it's can't. like
0: Michael from Greenwich can't talk about the drip. You can't be talking drip. Drippy Reg is a good one. That's kind of like, it kind of goes dredge. with dredge. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> it's already in the name. This is, if this it's, is in the name, it's in the name, it's in the name. Beautiful. All right, guys. So, listen, until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Thank you, Jesus. Sharpen up. Softness.
1: Get rid of your pillows. I haven't sucked a pillow in 10 years. That's another Epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on.